Malolele, Talofalava, Kiorana, Fagalofalahiatu, Bulavinaka, Aloha ni Maloi ni, warm Pacific greetings. My name is Ola. I am your host for Poly Podcast. This is a great space where we get to talk um, about the great things that our Pacifica people are doing right here in the Manawatu region. Oh, malolele, every guys. Hey, we have the awesome Alex Tully here, um, who has been a uh, dietitian for over four years. But um, I'm just going to pass it over to her and say, uh, welcome, Alex. Thank you. Hey, um, being a dietitian is like, what made you be where you are now and why are you doing this? Um, I think it all started back in high school. So I've always had a bit of an interest in nutrition and I was playing netball at the time. Um, and we were told to keep like a food diary and this was to be analysed by a dietitian and I just thought that was such a cool thing nice. that you could alter your food to suit your sport. So that's kind mm-hmm. of where it all came from. Yeah. Awesome. So the, the seed was planted back in high school. Yeah. Now, boom, you're actually working as a dietitian. It's like, what does that mean to you? Mm. Uh, I think it's, well, I love it. Um, like I said, I've always had an interest in food. And it is... You're so skinny. <laughs> you have interest in food, but you're so... <laughs> I do love food, too. <laughs> um, and uh, it's, it's, it's cool, because now I... It's nice having the information so that when people are talking about food and when people ask about food, I actually know what I'm talking about yeah. and I answer the questions. Yeah, yeah. Because, as you probably know, it's like a super controversial area. There's heaps yeah. of information all over the place, and it's nice to... Be able to help people with how to mm. know what's legit and what's not. Yeah, yeah. Are you from Palmy? No, I'm from Cedar Hawks Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. from Waipukuro, so kind of small town. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we went to Cedar Hawks Bay College and then went on to study in Dunedin for five years. And then now uh, you're here in Palmerston. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. So um, what are some nutritional advice that you can give us, um, Alex? Uh, well, heading into the festive season, I know that this is the time of year when everyone kind of cuts loose and sort of... Yes, gets, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it happens. But I think that, and I say this to people all the time, is that when we start the new year, it would be great to start the new year where we feel energised and we feel healthy yeah. and strong and all of those things. And... Uh, I know that over December there's lots of Christmas stuff on and lots of things that we might need to attend, but it's nice to keep in the back of your mind that it's also just another day and it's still mm. an opportunity for you to eat well and to you can enjoy food and yeah. food is there to be enjoyed, uh, but you can still stick to your goals. You can still achieve whatever goals that you have in mind in terms of nutrition. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think a lot of it comes down to mindfulness. So wow, yeah. over this over this period, we're going to be in situations where we've got all this good food around us, and it's probably stuff that we don't normally eat. And the other thing that comes at this time of year is people. It's almost like everyone sort of pressures each other, like, "Oh, you have yeah. to have some of this. You <laughs> yeah. have to try this." And it's nice to remember that this time of year is also about relaxing. Like you've just done a whole year of work. You've probably mm. been go 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 all year, and this time of year is like enjoy the sun, relax. The food is one part of it, but spending time with your family uh, is another part, and getting some time for you is another part as well. So it's important to look yeah. at all that 
as well as the food. So yeah. be mindful at the same time. Yeah, mindful. So how can you balance that with, um, you know, the food in front of you that yes. you're seeing that, you know, um, yeah. shouldn't be some stuff that you shouldn't be taking. Like how can you yeah. really balance Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. So there's heaps of strategies and it's probably picking what's going to work for you and it depends on the situation. So some of these might be if you have to take a plate to something, and you might know that most of the food there is going to be super unhealthy and probably not what's going to make you feel really energized. Yeah. So if you were to take a plate somewhere, you could be the person that takes like the homemade dips and hummus or the homemade crackers, the chopped mm. up veggies, the stuff that yeah. people actually love to eat. Yeah, that's actually really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But nobody really brings it. So yeah. <laughs> and if you if you were to do that, then you know you've got something there that's quite nutritious yeah. for yourself. Another thing is when we, if we have like a work do or a morning tea or something over this period, there's probably going to be lots of choices there. And it's probably sometimes thinking, well, I still have a whole normal day of eating. I've eaten breakfast, I've got lunch, I've got dinner. So maybe right now I'm just going to pick one thing that looks really, really good and I'm really going to enjoy it. And then that's me done. Mm. And so that's another thing that you can use because you're going to be able to eat this food all the time, even though there's like truffles and have longer <laughs> and all of this. Yeah. And it's all there right now. It's also going to be there in a month's time. It's also going to be there next year. Like it's, yeah. you can make this food anytime. So if you know that overindulging is going to make you feel bloated and sluggish and you just need to go and have a sleep, maybe you're better just to pick that one thing, really mm. enjoy it, and then it's not going to write you off for the whole day afterwards. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. sometimes, yeah, then you get the best of both worlds. You get to enjoy the food, but you also, yes. you're also you not going to feel yeah, sluggish in that afterwards. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great advice. I'm going to mention one, one area that um, people lack in. Um, reasons why it's hard to find stability in um, staying healthy and food-wise is the cost of food. Yeah. So what's your advice around that area? It's really interesting. Um, and I do have this conversation with people a lot because there is a lot of... Uh, there, there's a lot around healthy, being healthy, eating healthy is expensive. So sometimes what I get people to do is literally look at their grocery list or their yeah. grocery bill, their receipt, and go through and highlight all the things that were probably not needed. So the things that um, <laughs> we just buy out of impulse yes. or habit oh, and the things yeah. that aren't going to give us anything beneficial. Mm. So like the fizzies, the ice cream, the biscuits, the chips, the stuff yeah. that we might buy because we're hungry at the time and or because we're just in the habit of having it mm. in the house and those foods are probably the most expensive um, and can cost us quite a bit if we're buying them all the time and I think the other thing is to compare what our what our perception of expensive is because if a broccoli is two dollars we might think that's expensive but mm. then we might go and buy a block of chocolate for three dollars <laughs> yes so, you're right yeah, yeah it's sometimes mm. changing that and I had a session this week with a group of people about this, mm. and we went over some menu planning for the week. So if you are struggling with your budget and trying to eat healthy, but you really want to, yes. then it's nutting out how much you actually want to spend on food and only spending that much and making sure that you're using stuff like frozen veggies and uh, frozen cuts of meat and cheap stuff that is still healthy, yeah. but is actually going to fit your budget. Yes, yeah, and that's great. So we're just going to go back to the, the pinpoint that you made um, 
about being mindful. Hey, so yeah. we just got to really yeah. utilize that, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, they're speaking to myself. Um, so you're a cooker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. tell us about that. Like, okay. yeah. um, I love cooking and I love doing new stuff and different stuff. So because healthy eating is a lot of us just picture veggies and meat and that's all and it can be boring so it's cool to <laughs> mix it up yeah so I do cooking sessions both here with Think Holder and with the Diabetes Trust and they are free sessions and awesome. we, we do heaps so we do varieties so last night I actually did a cooking session with the trust the Diabetes Trust and we did a salad which just used like a bag of bag of lettuce and an orange and like an avocado like pretty affordable stuff at this time of year and it was delicious and then we did fritters out of veggies we did hummus we wow cool. roasted chickpeas it's, it's using stuff that people normally don't buy or think yes. to buy yeah. and vegetarian food as well i love teaching people how to cook vegetarian recipes because it's cheaper and because a lot of people are trying to cut down either their grocery bill or just their meat intake so mm -hmm. having a night or two of vegetarian uh and making it delicious and still super filling with other protein sources mm -hmm. is yeah it's it's fun teaching people how to yeah, do yeah you sound like you have so much fun yeah. in cooking yeah you're, you're mentioning you do free cooking classes where's that so the Diabetes Trust ones are advertised at the moment on their website. So that's diabetestrust.org.nz. And all you do, you just book you book them online. So that's yeah. already up for next year. Nice. And the, the Think Hawada ones, are, we are yet to advertise those, but we will be advertising them and sending them out um, probably through to Tahi, I believe. Yeah, but you'll be hearing more about that next year. Awesome. I look forward to hearing that, yeah. I want to ask, um, how would you reach out to the Māori and Pacifica people who feel like they're just stuck in their own four walls and feel like they can't really get engaged or get into that type of cooking and healthy? Yeah. How, what, what would you do for our people? Like, yeah, I think that it's quite scary and probably daunting for anybody if you think about like you do get kind of stuck in your ways yeah. and to think about going and attending these education sessions or going and asking someone for help with cooking but it really is like everyone that's at these sessions and in these groups and that are contacting us dietitians asking for help they're all on the same page so yeah. Uh, if that's you, if you're sort of at home and you really just want advice with your cooking, you want your recipes, we go into people's houses and we can help them with cooking oh, that's as good. well. Yeah. yeah, so that's something else that we cool. do. Yeah. So you can just contact the Cold yeah, or yeah. the Diabetes Trust and just let them know. And everything, like what you want us to share or don't want us to share is completely up to you. Yeah. So it's all confidential. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's what we're here for. Is that's amazing. Yeah, 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 that's really good. That's yeah. awesome that you guys can go into people's houses. Yeah. And, um, you know, not just give them verbal advice, but actually be there practically. Yeah. Walking I, alongside them. I think it's I think it's probably more worthwhile. And I did a session this year with a lady that lives on her own and just hated cooking for one. Oh, wow. Which how did, is, yeah, how did yeah. they go? Yeah. And she, 
could just come home, no motivation, like what's the point in cooking something healthy, it's just me. And no so, yes. yeah, because yeah. I was in her house and we had her pantry right there and her fridge right there, yeah. we sorted everything out, so she had um, chopped up carrots and cauliflower and all of this in the, all ready to go for dinner, she had her frozen meat on the top shelf and we sorted everything out so that then when so she cool. started the week, yeah, yeah, so that's something that we can do as well. <laughs> You're going to have to come over to my house now. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for sharing that, you know, because that's what people want to hear. Like, yeah. how how often and how much do you guys really engage with the community? And yeah. So that's awesome, yeah. man. Cool, man. Hey, Alex, what's your knowledge about um, around the health and well-being education? In terms of the nutrition and how yeah, it affects yeah, yeah. us? Yeah. yeah. Um, so nutrition affects, like, it affects a lot of our, bo- our body. It's not just a lot of us think dietitian and weight. And that is actually, we don't really see anyone anymore for weight Mm. because it's become more about how you feel in yourself. And there's so much out there that indicates that nutrition affects our mood and our mental health. And we all probably feel it if we have a weekend of bad eating and we're not drinking enough water and all that. Mm. You start Monday and you just don't feel happy. You can feel Mm. really down. And if you're eating like that all the time, it can really affect... Um, your mental health and also then it starts to affect you physically as well you don't feel like exercising you're you're tired Mm. it affects your sleep so food has a big impact on all of that stuff as well and it also affects a lot in terms of health conditions so that if you are if you've got a family history of high cholesterol or high blood pressure or you do have either of those things yourself heart disease your food is its something that you're putting into your body every day. So mm. it's going to affect all of that. So if that's something that you want to avoid or improve, then definitely contact one of us or the dietitian yeah. because, yeah, that's what we can help with as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that's awesome, man. You guys sound so helpful. <laughs> um, yeah, what about with energy levels? Like yeah. um, how much impact does the food have on people like with the energy levels like yeah yeah food definitely um impacts energy so Mm. if you think about um like most of us might have had days where we we work through breakfast or we work through lunch or we skip meals or if we aren't drinking enough water then our body is virtually running on empty we might not have eaten since dinner time the night before so that can easily become 14, 20 hours without food. So when that happens, because our bodies are quite well adapted to burning the fuel that we're putting into it, it's got used to burning that fuel that we're putting into it. And if you suddenly don't give your body fuel, then there's nothing there for it to burn and you Mm. start running on virtually nothing. So your body, um, it kind of sounds scary, but it starts to shut down in a way that you're not going to be thinking straight, you're probably going to get really cold, you'll be irritable Mm. because your body has nothing. So it's trying to conserve all of its energy. And it's also, even if you were fueling your body in that time, so if you were having breakfast and lunch, but you were eating food that afterwards you felt maybe energized for a little bit and then a big crash in energy or you eat breakfast and then you get hungry an Mm. hour later then you're probably not quite fueling your body with what it needs yeah so if you if that's you then that's 
it's not normal to be like that. So if you are mm. getting heaps of intense hunger, cra- hunger, sugar cravings or anything, you can change that by altering your diet. So that's something yeah. else that we can help with too. Because it's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's important. And if your energy isn't as great as it could be, mm. then as soon as you start eating in a way to fuel your body properly, yeah. Uh, then yeah, you'll notice how bad you felt before. And how much better you feel when you eat, yeah, yeah the right yeah, fuel. Yeah. Mm. So how many times do people be eating? It really varies, yeah. yeah. And this is a good question because fasting has come up really, I mean, it's in the media, we kind of can't avoid it now, is people fasting. Yeah. So I think it comes down to personal preference because I've seen yeah. people that have never eaten breakfast in their whole lives mm. and then they get, yeah. told that they, <laughs> they get told that they need to eat breakfast and they start eating breakfast and then they just um, either, they end up gaining weight yeah, or they end up yeah. hungrier um, mid-morning and it just doesn't work for them. Yeah. And then there's other people that can go until early afternoon without eating and that's what makes them feel best. Mm-hmm. Other people can't do that. They need to eat breakfast. So mm-hmm. it really is up to you. And if yeah. this is something it's that good. you're unsure of, like if you currently do eat breakfast and you're you're wondering if you should be or if you don't and you can trial it and and kind of even note yeah, down in a diary how you feel so yeah. that you are aware because everyone reacts differently yes. to everything. Yeah, whether that's meal timing or the amount or the carbs or the protein, everyone's yeah. different. So it's good to test that kind of stuff out. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I like how you how you um Acknowledge like everyone's different and it comes down to you. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. can find all the advice around you. Yes. But it's definitely what your body feels and what suits for your body, eh? Yeah. Now this this has been awesome. Um how can we find you and all your organizational yeah. Yes. So if you are wanting an appointment with a dietitian, like a yeah. one-on-one, that is just mention it to your GP or your practice nurse, like next time you go into the doctor. So just mention there that you want to see a dietitian at Think Hawater and they can do a referral. You can self-refer to Think Hawater as well. So we are soon to be based starting next week at 200 Main Street. So we will be there and um, you can come in and ask to speak to one of us. We can give you a so bit of guidance. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. that's probably the best way. And our contact, well, not my personal contact details, but our contact details for finding reception you can get put through to me yep. is on the website as well. So that's the Think Holder website. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm going to be the first person ringing. Uh, I think my shelves need some stocking up. Yeah. <laughs> some <yeah>. broccoli. <laughs> Um, it's been awesome talking to you, Alex. Yeah, it's really good, and I'm really interested, and um, it's been helpful for myself. So if it's been helpful for myself, it's definitely going to be helpful for the listeners too. So um, awesome. yeah, any last words? I know we're coming into Christmas, into the New Year's. What do you want to tell our listeners? I think the most important, my final words would be to look after yourselves and be as mindful as you can over this period. So remember that you want to start next year. You want to start 1st of January feeling really good, energized. You've eaten pretty good over Christmas. Um, And fuel up on food that's good, but also that tastes good, but it's also good for your body. So try out like some exotic salads and desserts and exotic salads yeah wow, it just sounds i just visualize colors <laughs> try something new <laughs> try something new yeah. now nah, that's awesome there it is you heard it 
from Alex Tully, um, who is a dietitian here at Think Ho Water. And um, yeah, bless up family, go out there and um, be exotic in your salads. This is Polyora, uh, Polyora Podcast. Uh, boom! <laughs>